Welcome back to the third segment of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on this pre-Thanksgiving weekend. I have been negligent in wishing you and yours a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Over the last year and a half, I have worked very hard on learning to be thankful for what I have and learning to uh, be forgetful of the things that I do not have. And I hope for you and every single member of your family, that you will be thankful for the things you have because the reality is in the United States, we all have lives of abundance. And I'm not saying we're wasteful. I'm not saying anything like that. What I'm saying is we have lives that are very full and we have most of the conveniences we could ever want. And the reality is a lot of us have a hard time being happy. A lot of us have a hard time looking forward and looking ahead and being positive. And my wish for you is that you and your family, whatever that family looks like, will have an amazing Thanksgiving holiday and that you will be thankful for everything you have. And I also have recently been saying some prayers so that those who do not have what they need to have will find ways to have their needs met. And I hope that is totally true. In this segment of the show, will there be a housing bubble There's a lot of people out there in the United States today that are saying, man, this cannot go on. We might have a bubble popping sometime soon. Also, bankruptcies continue upward. Is that problematic? Zillow is selling thousands of homes in the United States. How many of those homes are in Metro Atlanta? When it comes to whether or not we're going to have a housing bust. Oh, and by the way, if you want to connect with us, please Go to gogaddisradio.com where you can ask questions, make comments, you can push back, you can share ideas, you can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. Almost a thousand listens of the podcast in the last seven days. We'd like to get that number to 10,000 listens in the next seven days. So if you're at all interested in what's going on in real estate in Metro Atlanta, throughout the state of Georgia, and throughout the United States, subscribe to our podcast. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. And do we do want to connect with you. GoGaddisRadio.com. Housing bubble. It is really all about mortgage debt and affordability. So my belief about the recession was that the recession was caused because too many people who could not afford to repay loans got loans. So when you have somebody who is a waitress at Waffle House, and it sounds like I am speaking negatively about waitresses at Waffle House, I'm not. But when a waitress at Waffle House puts on their stated income, stated asset loan, or what they used to call a liar's loan, that they made $250,000 a year so they could qualify to buy that stated income, stated asset loan, get that loan to buy that house, well, when there's a slight hiccup, it's all bound to collapse. So there are lots of mortgages that are given to people who have FICO scores of under 620 or 620 and below. In 2006, there were $376 billion worth of loans, $376 billion with a B in loans given to people who had a FICO score of less than 620. That number in 2020, $74 billion. 
Now, this is not about whether or not they should be getting loans. This is about the fact that lenders are making much, much less risky loans in 2020 and 21. This is from a, the State of the Nation's Housing Report from the Joint Center of Housing Studies at Harvard University. These outsized increases in prices have raised concerns that a home price bubble is emerging. However, conditions today are quite different than in the early 2000s, particularly in terms of credit availability. The current climb in house prices instead reflects strong demand amid tight supply helped along by record low interest rates. It is amazing when interest rates are as low as they are today, and I've seen people locking in 30-year loans at 3.75, excuse me, 2.75%, 3.0%, a little over. I've seen people lock in 15 years at two and a quarter at 2%. Interest rates are amazingly affordable. The National Association of Realtors creates what's called its Housing Affordability Index. When that Housing Affordability Index is a 100, it means the average American household makes enough money to afford to purchase the average American home. So let's just say that the average American household made sixty-seven dollars or $68,000 and the average home was $250,000 price throughout the country. It says that the average American household in terms of income can purchase the average priced American home when that number is 100. Now, from 1990 to 2008, the numbers ranged anywhere from 108 to 138, which meant in 2008, as the market was really the crash was heating up in Atlanta, your average American household made 38% more because that 138 means they made 38% more income than you needed in order to buy the average price house. Now, in the middle of the recession, that index was at 197, the Housing Affordability Index, 197, which means the average American household earned 97% more than they needed to in order to buy the average American home. Well, today, that number is 158. So incomes have been rising over the last few years. Believe it or not, there is a lot more cash in the economy today than there was this time two years ago because of all of the government stimulus. In fact, it is an amazing amount of additional money that's in the economy. But housing is still very affordable. Now, it has gone from 186 in January down to 1517 recently, so housing affordability continues to decrease as the prices of housing's, housing goes up. But remember, interest rates being so low, when interest rates are effectively lower than inflation, your house is appreciating every single year more than the interest you're paying on the loan. And the last thing I want to talk about in terms of whether or not we'll have a housing bubble is the Mortgage Credit Availability Index. During the height of the housing bubble, that credit availability index was 868.7, which to me meant anybody who had a pulse could get a mortgage. And today that number is 129. So the reality is that the lenders in the United States today are much more measured, much more conservative in making loans. We've got an article from DS News, and the article is about bankruptcies continuing an upward trend. EPIG, which is EPIG, which is an Atlanta-based provider of intelligence to the legal services industry, recently released its October 2021 bankruptcy filing statistics from its Acer subsidiary. 
which found that filings rose by 1.8% last month, representing 31,471 filings of all types, up from 30,920. Breakdown of the data, Chapter 13 filings have been on the rise since May. This number is up 33% since that time when 8,000 79 were filed chapter 13s or reorganizations that says, Hey, I got enough money to pay all my bills. I need you courts to please give me some breathing room so I can get that done. Chapter seven filings are trending downward though. 18,874 new filings were started in October compared to 19,942. So bankruptcy filings for people who are going to reorganize are increasing. Bankruptcy filings for people who are trying to say, hey, I don't have any ability to repay you. The only thing, and, and I'm not a lawyer, so if I am not giving the most accurate definition of Chapter 13 and 7, please go to gogaddisradio.com and correct me. But a Chapter 7 is where somebody says, I don't have any money to pay you. So the reality is I'm going to turn all my assets over to the court, and I'm going to let the court decide what they're going to do with them, and they'll pay creditors or they won't pay creditors. Uh, it won't be my deal either way. We got about three minutes left in the segment, and I want to get to a listener question. Looks like Zillow has a lot of homes for sale in my neighborhood. Am I crazy to think that I can get a better price for my home with a Zillow offer? I don't want my home to just sit there. I was reading something in USA Today, and it says Zillow is selling thousands of homes in the U.S. Here's a look at the top markets. Rick is indicator. It is interesting that Rick would notice that Zillow owns enough homes in his area to be sort of a market maker. My guess is, Rick, is that you will not find Zillow buying any more homes in your area anytime soon. Seattle, uh, Zillow's based in Seattle, and they're trying to unload, listen to this, 8,000 houses around the country after they stopped, they shut down their home buying program. The home flipping business helped increase Zillow's revenue this year, but the company, listen to this, took a recent write-down of $340 million because it bought homes during the third quarter at prices that exceeded Zillow's estimates for what those properties will fetch in the future. I have heard rumors that they had a program called Ketchup, K-E-T-C-H-U-P, but it was really Ketchup, C-A-T-C-H-U-P, Ketchup, because they wanted to catch up to Open Door and Offer Pad. In Atlanta, they have 353 homes for sale, 353 in Metro Atlanta, ranging in prices from 150000 to 600000 in Tampa, Lakeland, and Orlando, they have 300 homes. In Phoenix, 292 homes. In Dallas, 201 homes. In Minneapolis, 163 homes. Denver, 152 homes. Houston, 130 homes. Austin, Texas, 134 homes. Cincinnati, Ohio, 112 homes. And Nashville, Tennessee, 95 homes. I find it very interesting that a the company who created the online estimate of value called the Zestimate. And we talked about this last week, that their software did not give them an accurate understanding of the values of homes. And I really had a hard time understanding that. I'm not saying that a computer can price something or value something as well as a human being can, but I would have thought their software would have been more accurate and turns out that what was happening is managers at Zillow were actually overriding the online data and paying more for houses. We got to take a quick break. When we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, Westover in Lawrenceville, are mortgage rates confusing you? And do you know when the heck to lock in for your interest rate? Stick with us. We've got these subjects and more. We'll be back. <laughs> 